what is happening good people it is february 1st so you know what that means it's black history month hey it's black history month hey it's black history month hey 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 of course we celebrate black excellence all year round 365 days of the year but specifically in february we get down with the get down we are unapologetically black in all states all settings any spaces and what's the excuse what's the reason it's black history month baby so it is what it is okay so happy black history month to black people allies um it's going to be an exciting month because it's 2021 and everything is happening in 2021 just a little history about black history month originally it was called negro history week created back in 1926 of course by brother carter g woodson if you don't know much about carter g woodson i'm gonna let you do a lot of research on him um a great philosopher um, interesting man with interesting history and interesting ideals as well. But something that he definitely gave us was Negro History Week. Um, it originally uh, was created for two important reasons, honestly. Recognition of the Black culture, of the Black experience, um, of Black history, and the Black influence, but also the importance of Black people in this country, the impact and the influence that we had, we've had on America and or the New World. And so, you know, Carter G. Wilson um, definitely collaborated with that. And um, he created Negro History Week that was celebrated uh, for like 10 years straight off the back. And then it was adopted into Black History Month. And this is what we have here now. Uh, I would like to say, a lot of people always got to say, I, at the end of the day, you cannot be like, you can't be everything. So I don't like mind athletes, but I do. I do mind when athletes talk out the side of their mouth, like LeBron James. As a Laker fan, it is what it is. I think he's a good father and man. But as a basketball player, I think... I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Long live Kobe. But he got on television today and said some great stuff and then was like, they only gave us, they gave us the shortest month of the year. But anyway, first of all, they, the man, majority, you didn't give us nothing. We chose that. Carter G. Woodson, the people and the scholars that he was working with that at, at that time, they chose the second week of February to be Negro History Week because it coincided with the birth day of Abraham Lincoln. Of course, back then, um, they're just like, hey, Lincoln, Lincoln freed the slave. Um, to, to, to know, well, I, I you definitely know that philosophers knew that he didn't free the slave, you know, it was a part of the deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, Slavery was a part of keeping the union together, and he wanted to keep the union together. But regardless of that, he signed the document. So, hey, shout out to Abraham Lincoln, I guess. But also, Frederick Douglass um, 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 is celebrated on February 14th. That's his birthday. And so that is why we chose February. February is Black History Month because of those two things, because Carter G. Woodson, the creator of Negro History Week, decided that it was going to be in February, okay? No white man gave us the short end of the stick, okay? We chose the month, okay? So I just always, I, I hate that. I hate that conversation. They didn't take or give us nothing. We chose that junk, all right? So whatever. Um, but happy Black History Month. Um, I love you, Black people. Just wanted to make sure I have a little bit of history of that. Talking about Black History Month, I just think, I, 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 uh, if you know anything about me, I am a... A oh, lover of the black community, the black diaspora, all experiences, all walks of life, anything that's black, I'm here for it. Um, and that means um, a lot of different things. I support black people. I support black work, black excellence, um, black necessity, black poverty, everything black. I just, I'm just really into. So I really cannot keep going into this without giving you a little bit of history about my favorite political organization, especially because 
there's a movie about to come out talking about it. So actually, I'm going to talk about that first. I just, that's a great segue. So if you don't know, February 12th, 2021, Judas and the Black Messiah is coming out, okay? It's a two-hour-long movie. Um, it's going to be absolutely immaculate. Um, I'm born and raised on the south side of Chicago, and so Fred Hampton is definitely not a random person. We know who he is. We know his history. We know what how he was murdered, uh, what Hoover did, what everybody did um, to kill this man. But it's going to be an immaculate movie. Um, first of all, it's starring Daniel Kaluuya, who was, of course, from Get Out, and then Lakeith Stanfield, which is, of course, in, like, everything um at this point in time um both of them photograph queen slim get out atlanta all of these great things lakeith samfield and daniel kalua are both in this in this movie um this is one of those movies where i'm you're going to be triggered you're going to be triggered um being being black we sell trauma um but all unfortunately trauma is a little bit of our a, a part of our history and so judas and the black messiah it's based on the life of Fred Hampton, who's the chairman of the Black Pants Party in the 1960s in Illinois. Um, and it's going to be, I, 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 we don't know what it's going to be about. It's about that. So if you know anything about Fred Hampton, okay, that's who the, who the movie is based upon. He was born August 30th, 1948. Um, and he was assassinated December 4th, 1969, at the age of 21, in his bedroom at the nighttime, in the middle of the night. Um, they shot off like, mmm. I want to say I want to say they they shot off about twenty, um, more than twenty shots in the room one thirty at night. Hampton is asleep. He's um you know he's relaxed. It's four o'clock in the morning and the raid happens. Cook County, of course, good old Cook County came on in and they shot the whole entire place up. They shot him in the ki- the chest, um, and it was just like so many shots fired that it was just like absolutely cra- crazy, um. And um, he was actually drugged. That's a known fact as well, that Hampton was drugged. Um, and he was sleeping on a mattress, so he was really, really slow to get up. But he was sleeping in the bed with his fiance, who was nine months pregnant, bro. Um, and she was removed from the room by the police officers. So when they police came in, it wasn't like no, oh, the black, the the North Black Panther Party was shooting out at them and woo out the bell. No, 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 no. These goddamn pigs came in the room, forced the pregnant girl, fiance, out the room. While um, Hampton was laying unconscious, passed out from the drugs that they had fed him, a whole has whatever snake feed him, which I'm sure is going to be talked about in Judas and the Messiah. Um, and then they just came in that jump and uh, shot him up. Just shot him up. Just shot him up. That's about it. That's, that's, that's about it. Um, body was dragged out, left in a pool of blood. You know, it is what it is. Of course, the next day, the police are like, you know, we were attacked. By him, which is why we had to shoot this. Woo off the bam, woo off the bam, was complete bullshit. Um, per usual, as we know, the government is. And so that's just a lot about Fred Hampton. Um, he he was so young, man. He was so young and so powerful. And I think that it's gonna speak to the power. Oh, how powerful he is. But watch this movie. You know what I'm saying? I think something that people also haven't recognized is that we've never had a, a Black Panther movie. You have the Black Panther Vanguard, which is a great movie. If you have not seen the Black Panther Revolution Vanguard, you should definitely watch it. I'm sure it's on Amazon Prime, probably like 5 or $7, but it's absolutely immaculate. Maybe probably one of the most accurate, um, historically based depictions of the Black Panthers from the beginning to the end, including the middle, including um, Dr. Huey P. Newton, shout out to Frat. Um, his wildness and how he just like disintegrated and just got paranoid and on drugs and walked down. And that has to be, of course, coincided with COINTELPRO, right? COINTELPRO, if you don't know what that is, is a document by FBI. Hoover, of course, 666 himself. Um, J. Edgar Hoover, 
Because essentially, COINTELPRO, the black extremist file, is essentially how the FBI essentially screwed all of us up. The purpose of the of the of the of the committee of the FBI, uh, what their goal was, was to disenfranchise, discredit, and dis, um, make disingenuous statements about black leaders, black movements, to kill everything. Um, and so, yeah, I won't even get into that. But if you need that that link, I got you. COINTELPRO.gov is a real website from the FBI itself. Read that. At your leisure, um, with your mental health in mind, is really some messed up stuff when you recognize how they have documented how they have killed all of our leaders and smiled about it. And uh, yeah, anywho, the Black Panther Vanguard definitely see that. Um, but I, I, I was talking to a friend about that. I was like, man, I just recognized that um, there's never been a Black Panther movie. We have movies about. There's never been a movie about any of the, just no movies about SNES, no movies about NAACP. Like, there's no move, movement movement, uh, movies there, or political organization movies um, where people are playing. You know, like, you've never seen somebody play Huey P. Newton or Stokely Carmichael or hashtag Kwame Tori, Like, Bobby Seale. Like, you've just never seen those actors portrayed. And I think that, that says a lot within itself. But speaking of the Black Panther Party, of course, Make sure we give them due justice. Shout out to the Black Panther Party and also the new Black Panther Party who's doing some great work in Chicago and also Atlanta and Philly. Um, but the Black Panther Party, of course, um, originally named the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense was a political organization founded by college students, Bobby Seale and Dr. Huey P. Newton. They always forget to tell you that that man had a full doctorate. He went to full college. He got a full dissertation, okay? And his um, specialty or um, emphasis was in self-defense. Um, which is why he was he was cold. Um, started in 1966, Oakland, um, California, and um, created a, a variety of community social programs. The best one, the one that we still use to this day, that the American government and American school system adopted, so they stole from the Black Panther Party, was the Free Breakfast for Children program, um, and that was made to address the food injustice and community health clinics for education and treatment of diseases. And so essentially what the Black Panthers were doing were feeding kids before school. They were just pretty much like, you can't think, you can't learn if you're hungry. Um, very simple, right? Um, that's what they did. They had funding for it. They had free money to give out. And that's what they did. And so um, that's when J. Edgar Hoover described the party as the greatest threat to an internal security of the country. Some little Black people handed out some breakfast is the greatest threat to the internal security of the country, which is probably was completely accurate. God forbid that black people rise together, unify, get some food, get some education, and talk amongst themselves in peaceful manners. Um, that would be um, a great threat to the internal security of America, KKK. Um, so that was right, but also just bullshit. And of course, he, you know, developed and supervised COINTELPRO, he did surveillance, confrontation, perjury, police harassment, uh, sent letters to the different one, um, to different leaders, Bobby Seale, Bobby Seale, to Bobby Seale from P. Newton. And then, uh, he, he ain't never even wrote that jump, but it is what it is. Um, Black Panther Party was one of the, the most influential political organizations of our time, not only because of the work that they did in the community, but also they were able to use fashion. They put um you you know what black power looks like um you can you can envisualize you can go to the store and go buy clothing that makes you look like you with it you feel me um and so again just just a random a couple of days of you know it's black history month like if you don't want to hear this it's okay turn that's fine don't turn but stay with me okay anyway anyway those are great information for y'all but also 
Judas and the Black Messiah, February 12th. I think it's going to be absolutely immaculate. I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, I think I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be triggered. I'm going to cry because at the end of the day, it deals with a snitch. It deals with somebody who, you know, put themselves over the people, over the movement, was scared to take a bid and sold out our whole community um, just so he didn't have to go to jail. Um, and that's interesting to see if he ends up going to jail and or gets killed in this movie. Um, but anyway, happy Black History Month. All right. Speaking of Black History Month, it's not even just in the in the past. Black History Month is all day, every day, every single day. Black people continue to push the limits of greatness. And so most recently, I just want to make sure we shout out um, Stacey Abrams um, and the Black Lives Matter movement for being nominated for Nobel Peace Prize. I think that is absolutely immaculate. First of all, Stacey Abrams, if you don't know who Stacey Abrams is, she's a, a politician, she's a lawyer, she's a voting rights activist straight up out of Georgia. She was cheated out of the governor's race um, by Kemp um, and just literally is the reason why Biden is in the administration. Her ground, her grassroots, her lobbying, her community activism, her organization was able to turn a red state blue for the first time in life. And so it was absolutely immaculate. She's so young, only 47 years old, from Wisconsin, and she is going to be immaculate, the work that she has done. And so I'm very, very happy that she was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. I think that that is amazing um, and um, says a lot. Um, and so I hope I hope she gets it, of course. Um, but, you know, we'll see. It's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people in the running for that. Uh, but also, uh, Black Lives Matter was nominated for a Peace Prize uh, for carrying forward a moment, a movement of racial justice. Um, and I think that that is wild, right? We're just coming from a president that called Black Lives Matter like a dog, like a thugs and, and you know, blames it for crime and violence in the country um, and things of that nature. And so now they're being nominated by, by the Nobel Peace Prize Committee. Like, that is so crazy. That, that was so crazy. That, that is so crazy. Um, the world is in some wild times right now. I'm just not going to lie to you. Like, the things that are going to be able to be done politically, socially, and culturally are going to be absolutely immaculate if we are able to maintain and we stay organized. Um, you know, that we no longer have to say, Stacey Abrams has showed us, Philly, Atlanta showed us that our votes do not not matter unorganized votes don't matter. So when we come together and we put our head behind something, bro, we can shake waters. And so that's just what we need to do. So shout out to Lisa Garza, Pratice Colors, Opal Tamidi, um, the founders of Black Lives Matter movement. Um, shout out to them. They have definitely been, you know, ridiculed, put on lists, you know, sought after, you know, attacked, berated, all that good stuff. They got to have security and whatnot. But shout out to y'all for being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, man. And if Stacey indoor Black Lives Matter get that, it's a win for the culture, okay? It is a win for the culture. Um, last but not least, I want to bring up T.I. and Tiny. Why? Just because I don't like T.I. Let me just be real about this right now. I really don't like them. Um, and they have recently been, you know, brought, I, I don't like I don't like T.I. But, you know, hey, anytime there's a mask, sexual abuser as a as a male, the wife is usually right in the nitty gritty of it. And I think we all know that Tiny is is is, is a 
I'm gonna take a charge for you, you know, type of type type of female. And so they've been charged with sexual abuse allegations. Long story short, they talking about sixteen, fifteen people have come up and said, Ti and Tiny blocked us in rooms, took our phones, made us do threesomes with them. Um, some minors were involved in there. Um, and that's deep. Now, honestly, one is one thing to be like, all right, you know, they were smashing some folks, had some threesomes. They get paid, you know, now they mad. I believe that. When you start talking about minors, then that's a little bit then that's a little bit different. A little bit different. And I think every single month or year we gotta talk about T I and his misogynistic sayings, the conversation about his daughter's hymen. When he does T I is just backwards, bro. Like T I is like he just got so much information, he don't even understand how to disseminate it. Like he don't even understand how to process it. Like he's just so goofy. Like, that man is one of the goofiest men I ever met in my life. And I'm just not completely shocked by these at all. Um, do I think they did it? Do I think they had threesomes? Yeah. Do I think they locked up people's phones? Yeah. People are crazy. You rich. They're going to they're gonna sue you or they're going to put it online. They're going to try to blackmail you. you. You better lock up somebody's phone, but you also need to tell them. <laughs> need to let these folks know that's what you about to do. Um, because if you don't, then it's damn near kidnapping. And they got uh, they got OJ, who should of course always be in jail. But um, you know they got OJ on that type of stuff. So hey, I wish I could say I wish them the best. But you know at the end of the day they got kids. But I want justice to be served. Um, so if there's minors involved, I say lock their ass up. But you know if it's just folks that didn't get a check <laughs> after busting open for Ti, then uh, you know. Got to be more careful, Charlie. Got to be more careful. Got to be more careful. Man, outside of that, bro, of course, you know, it's February. So I thought of like History Month. You got Valentine's Day. This is for the lovers. Um, I feel like I'm not the only one who was completely shocked by Tiffany Haddish in comments. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like Tiffany Haddish isn't bad looking. You just be like, common. It's so peaceful and just. Ah, like that's Erica Badu's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like common is just so common. And you with Tiffany Haddish? I mean, like, she ready. I guess. She just so Ooh. Just ratchet. I don't know. She's like annoying too. Like, I don't know if you ever seen Tiffany Haddish in person, but she is trash. Like, there's a reason she locks up people's phones for her comedy shows. As she should. You know, to be quite honest, I think there's a lot of mediocre comedians in the world. Um, that get paid stupid money. But, you know, I, I personally think Tiffany Haddish should stay in the direction that she's going in, which is hosting. I think that she can become a, definitely the next female Steve Harvey. I think she would be great in that role. You know, Steve Harvey don't do too much stand-up, you know, because in reality, if you want fun, if you watch the Kings of Comedy, that nigga's not that funny. He's funny in between sets. But could you really listen to Steve Harvey for, like, 30 minutes? No. We all know that Bernie Mac saved Kings of Comedy. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. So I think Tiffany Haddish can definitely go in that direction of, you know, moderating, hosting, whatnot, because she's not funny as hell. She's not at all. But to be with Common, she got us. That's the what challenge she did with Common was just like, I just kept looking at it for Common, like, am I going to get a different side angle? I'm going to get a little peek or something, because Common is fine. But, hey, shout out to them. Shout out to the lovers for Valentine's Day. Um, hey, if you're single, take yourself out. If you got friends, 
you know, plan a date with them, plan a movie night, plan a singles night, plan a game night. You don't have to be sad, but it's also okay if you are sad. You know, it's COVID. It's a very lonely time. It's been a really, really hard time in dating for the past year. So, you know, connections are really, really low. And so I definitely understand if you are a little bit sad during this time, it's okay to be in your feelings. But hey, don't don't soak in it. Don't get overwhelmed by them because at the end of the day, God loves you and I love you, even if I don't know you. I love you. And I want you to have a great Valentine's Day. So make sure you call your mama, your parents, your grandparents, anybody who you believe is single, and link up with some friends if you can. But if you also have somebody in your life that's special, hey, treat them right. Ladies, treat your man, treat your man or something. You know, yes, it can be all about you on Valentine's Day, but hey, if you love them like way they love you, then you want them to be happy too. You want them to feel special too. And sweetest day isn't really a thing. Let's just be real about it. So ladies, definitely Show you, tell your man some love. Gift ideas, my personal opinion. I love gift boxes. I feel like if you get a box, you can create anything, create a whole bunch of different stuff at once. But make it just a little bit personal. You know, what does your man like? Does he like sports? Does he like this? Does he like that? And whatever he likes, just try to put it in the box. Um, you know, get some pers- no, some cologne, some ties, you know, just his favorite foods wear his favorite stuff, do whatever you need. And for men, you already know. If you know your lady, you know she want to feel special all the time, but especially on Valentine's Day. So do your Mac thing, daddy, you know what I'm saying? Get some flowers when she get up out the car, you know, do a little thing of breakfast, you know what I'm saying? Just eat her out right in the morning just because, you feel me? Sorry, mom, hope you're not listening, but I'm just saying, show your girl that she's just special, you feel me? And um, you lovers have a great and safe and consensual time. Men and women, make sure that consent is established before, during, and so we have no problems, okay? So make sure you, as the lovers, have a great time. Even if you're single, have a great Valentine's Day, okay? As regards to me, what's happening, man? It's my birthday. My birthday is February 4th. I'm three days out for my birthday. I'm turning 28, and I'm very, very excited about it, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, I think Erica Badu, Erica Badu said it. Or actually, it probably was in DRE. It probably was in DRE. Um, who just said, you know, the blessing is, you know, learning to appreciate getting older. And so I know so many people have lost their lives. Like, I'm not going to go in about Kobe. But Kobe died, y'all. Chadwick Boseman died. Oh, my God. I didn't talk about Sicily. <laughs> How do I not talk about Sicily when I'm talking about Black History Month? Oh, my goodness. Well, as we know, our sister, our queen, who's now an ancestor for us, is we Tyson, has passed, child. She passed in 96, 96 glorious years, okay? 96 glorious years. Sicily gave us everything, okay? She gave us strong. She gave us empowerment. She gave us aging with grace, aging with purpose, just prestige, excellence, queen. It's just, oh, godliness, holiness, child. Sicily Tyson gave us so much for 96 years. And to know that her last week of life was traveling around the world, being praised by people, people giving her her roses. She had a Hollywood star. Like, I'm so, 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 so happy that she lived a beautiful life. And something that really stuck out to me with Cicely Tyson is that when they asked her about death, she said, I can't, I can't fear something I don't know. I don't know anything about death, so how can I fear it? And I think that was just so powerful. Like, as a person that struggles often with after death and what's going to happen, that type of piece of that age is surely what I know. Because at 28, you don't think about death. You're like, uh, it can happen, it cannot, but I plan to be 100. But when you 90, 96, like, you know it could be any day. And to have that type of peace is just, oh, 
my God, God is good. So rest in heaven, rest in power, specifically Tyson, a great icon, American icon, a black icon, just amazing, just amazing. But like I said, it's my birthday coming up Thursday. I'm very excited, man. The year of 28 is essentially just continuing to build on me, continuing to work out, continue to make sure my mental health is strong, continue with my PhD program, continue loving those that love me, uh, protecting my energy, researching, uh, bettering myself, investing in myself every single day, and trying to give back to the community the best way I know how, which is by what? Educating people through difficult, hard topic conversations just like this. So for my birthday wish, I hope and pray that you enjoyed this second episode. I hope that you share it. That's my birthday wish. So if you can share it, like it, tweet about it, comment, follow me, um, I would really appreciate it. So hey, that's all that's what's happening right now. It's February 1st. Happy Black History Month. Follow me on IG, Clubhouse, Twitter, and I'll see you soon. What's happening? Hey, what's going on? It's your girl, Protege the Brent, and you're listening to a brand new episode of the What's Happening Podcast. And as we know in this world, something's always happening. So let's get into it.